Welcome to Bob and Alta! My name is Episode Two. Episode Two. My name is Anna Valenzuela, and I had to throw up in a uh, in a spacesuit to get here today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow! Way to just let everybody know that you've got the super roids. We know uh, we we, sus- we suspected it, but yeah, like the, now we know. I'm the peaches of podcasting. I know just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and we we forgive you for all your past sins. Thank you. Know? you. That's what I- <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm Madelano Martin, and I I I just I just came downstairs. I didn't have to uh, I didn't have to throw up anywhere. I feel bad. You're way more committed <laughs> to this podcast than I am. Okay, I didn't throw up anywhere. I did uh, I did do a photo shoot for a skincare line today, which was very funny because it was one of those things where if I was if my skin was too nice, I couldn't book it, so I had to have tore up old lady skin. It was great. Uh, anyway, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Tore up lady skin. Where exactly were these photos of? It was, you know what? I told you I was trying to keep my butthole off the internet, but ladies and gentlemen, it was my butthole. No, I'm kidding. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I, that's just always my goal. It's like, what do I have to do to not to not make money with my butthole? That's really it. Sure. Unless yeah. it was like, I guess if it was like fart follies or VO or something, fart, farto. Uh. Did you did you see this? I mean, I, this has nothing to do with the podcast and the show that we're supposed to be talking about, but there is a woman who made something like $7,000, it might be $70,000, selling her farts online. Like one of those like little TikTok ladies or whatever what? was jarring her farts and selling them online. And this is the new bathwater. This is the new gamer uh, girl bathwater. I'm... So... I'm in yeah. the wrong business, ladies and gentlemen, because I have incredible Did... farts. <laughs> Fair. All right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I eat a lot of street tacos. There's a lot of farts in there. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you were very good at getting the your watch in on time. Are you excited to talk about this episode? I'm so excited to talk about this episode. There are so many things that happened in this episode that made me happy. Uh, and I know that, uh, I don't know wh- how we want to go about this. I just want to say, let's go ahead and get the cold open stuff out of the way again. Because once again, they're yes. hitting us with uh, the little girl on the planet. And at this point, I'm thinking, what? I, why, why is this part of the story? I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're going to really, maybe they're going to Mr. Robot season two us. I don't know if you ever saw Mr. Robot season two. They're like the first five episodes. The main character just goes to the park and watches basketball every day. And acts like nothing in season one happened. And it's the, they pull it off. It's one of the greatest, like, sort really? of reveals, mid-season reveals. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. But, uh, <laughs> so maybe that's what they're doing here is, like, who cares about this girl and her parents? I was just and like. Their little, their perfect Benetton family. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who is in a Benetton family. In <laughs> 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 an interracial marriage. And my sister is also in an interracial marriage, but a different one. So the Christmas cards look real good, you oh, know, across n- the board. Nice. You know? Like, look yeah. bookends. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into this. <laughs> Let's get into this episode. Holy shit. Yeah, I agree. I think that like I wrote down little girl in in uh Ring Planet learns about Darwin. That's all I wrote. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then, yeah, it's like, I hope this pays off. I, I know we got sidetracked. There was some really great comedy for a minute, but no, seriously, I'm, I have faith. I have faith in these writers. Again, I yes. love this series so much, so very much, and it has given me unexpected gifts over and over again mm -hmm. through the previous five seasons, yes. and uh, and so I have faith that they, <laughs> this is going to pay off somehow uh, in a meaningful way, uh, and it's not just like, oh, it's our final season. Can my daughter be on the show somehow hopefully that's not happened that's not some producer's kid or something i don't know <laughs> um let's yeah let's hope that isn't uh let's have like yeah let's hope that isn't the case let's let's just hope that it's gonna i hope it's like a allegory metaphor i don't know mm. uh you know fancy literary things are happening let's hope sure yes maybe we hope so yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I, it's up to you. I feel like there were big developments in all three. I Like the last episode, episode one, it was a lot of like setting the stage yes. a bit. Bring us back up to speed. Laying that pipe, baby. Yes. You know, sweet talk and romancing us, you know, getting us ready. <laughs> I think there was very little sweet talk from Philip. Yeah, we've, we've also seen Philip see the the, uh, the 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 results of his actions. The uh, I want to say the consequences kind but of. not many he was he was placed literally placed in timeout i guess we're starting here we'll yeah, start let's here start in Cirrus. And, yeah let's just do it yeah, yeah. so yeah so philip's in timeout yeah. and he's scratch either he or somebody else scratch an opa symbol in the in the middle of the cell <laughs> he's he's counting the hours not the days yeah. <laughs> hours it might have been minutes we don't know it, how long he was in there it was i do like that the jailer was just like a real stern lady who was just like oh no well that's the lady that we're we're starving our people that was the, the we're starving yeah. our people lady yeah so yeah. yeah and then marcos just big times there and says no you know i will say the self-defense uh like thing propaganda the way they're spending the story is smart and it's a way to sort of uh, try to um, damage control this, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, as we find out later that there are lots of people talking about how he's losing his grip. Right. Uh, th throughout throughout the, the uh, Free Navy and the Beltas, people are starting to comment on old fuckboy Philip. And, and that's what happens when you fuck everybody's lady. You know, people are going to start to turn against you, <laughs> you <got laughs> a little it. bit. You got to chill, buddy. We have a real... Yeah. Um, uh, like Trump's relationship with his dad situation, because you remember how like like Trump pushed a kid out a window in uh, in yeah in uh, allegedly, uh, and so that's where that that mentality of I could shoot somebody on you know in in the streets of New York and still become president like that's where that right. mentality comes from is that yeah. uh, that inability to face serious consequences. Mm -hmm. but his father really drills in like i think the consequences of your actions is you look like an idiot everyone right. sees that you are embarrassing yourself which by the way that's some latino guilt right there like you did you just you're embarrassing me and you're embarrassing you you're an embarrassment what's wrong with you put your dick in your pants like it's a very like it's a very serious way of dealing with that and uh and he just gets the dress down from his dad because he wants to be punished he wants something to rebel, rebel against but his dad's just like i i'm not in a position to lose another whatever he does i don't know what he does on the ship really well, I think he's, I mean, as we saw last season, his whole, at least what he was telling his mm -hmm. son is like, this is all for you. I'm building this empire for you. One day you're going to take this over. Mm -hmm. One day they'll chant Philip, you know, which let's be honest, is not a great name to chant. It's not as good as Marco. Marco, that's a chanty name. Philip, but Philip, 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 Philip. 
Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. It's not. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to end on a vowel. Yeah. I, it is interesting. Uh, first of all, uh, you seem to speak from uh, a lot of experience with this uh, sort of uh, dressing down in a Latino <laughs> way. So I just want to know, like, how many times were you told to put your dick back in your pants? <laughs> all, <Yeah>. the <laughs> all the time. All the time. Yeah. No, your abuela I, was like, put your dick back in your it's pants. It's all sometimes. about, like, don't be cochino. Don't be like... <laughs> Like, don't be, don't be embarrassing. Don't be embarrassing. Don't bring shame. Don't be embarrassing. And uh, the truth is, is uh, Philip is, his teenage years are kind of fucked, right? Like, this is yeah. his teenage years. And he's the prince of a revolution. You know what I mean? Right. He's the cult prince. Like, uh, like that uh, homeboy who grew up in the Children of God cult. Obviously, that's yeah. gross. And Baron pedophilic. Trump. Yeah, Baron Trump. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's it is one of those things where you're you're yeah. He definitely got the like, don't embarrass me. You're bringing shame. You're bringing shame to us. Uh, but also there there seems to be this like, and I like again, I it, it was interesting, and I I guess coming from like a family background and like working in treatment as long as I did, I couldn't tell if Marco was a little bit like again, you're an embarrassment because it ruins my image, it ruins our image, right. and therefore it affects me. Or if you're an embarrassment and I want you, because I care about you, to feel a lesson. So there was a lot of question for me in those scenes about, like, is this still a psychopath? Or is this somebody mm. who actually kind of cares but has some psychopathic tendencies in that relationship? Right. I, had a, I had a lot of questions uh. about that. Yeah, well, I think it could be a blend of both, because as we see when he gets... First of all, uh, Coachella Blonde Lady really stepped up in this episode. She was a we good role. we were full on hating her. Yeah. It was a good... Yeah, good, good, good role. Good, uh, good role. A lot of good scenes for her. Yeah. Um, but as we see later on, when she's having this heart-to-heart, uh, -heart, when she's acting as a therapist, essentially, yeah. Um, then uh, I think it's a blend. I think it's a blend. I think he is embarrassed because it's embarrassing to him and his legacy, but he is also worried about his son because again he wants him to be this man i do want to say before we move away from the post jail cell uh like dress down speech that he gives he tries to relate with his son philip yes i tell him back back in his day he used to lay pipe all night and then get up and go to work in the morning yes he, in my in my day i had to lay pipe uphill both ways both. that's how i did it <laughs> both ways and we still went to work in the morning and we stayed out of trouble because there was no one to bail me out of the pipe pokey uh <laughs> so he he leaves and and uh yes icy blonde great uh moral compass i like that she did suggest uh the most belter response to disciplining a child which was like yes. publicly uh publicly almost murder him and then yeah. and but not really you know like teach him a little lesson well you know he could have drowned i mean you know like yeah uh, what if he can't miss... swim uh, i don't know i mean has he ever seen a body of water big enough to swim in you know growing up in the belt maybe he's always swam in uh tanks yeah, yeah. But now you know. Now he's you know now that he's swimming in puss pipe yeah puss and pipe <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, he's crushing it. Uh, he did. He also felt bad and asked, uh, we give a little, he, he yeah. gets, he has Naomi guilt like you wouldn't believe. And it's, it, what is fascinating too, is we, we find out that Marco is still mad at him for bringing Naomi into the fold like that yeah. really bothered him because that's a betrayal you're my son, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, he's still mad about that. And, um, 
And, but you do see that, like, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we got a line that was like, I know you have weakness in you because it's from your mother. It's like, like, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine him really like being like, you have empathy, therefore you're a problem. Uh, yeah. Or extreme guilt and shame, which is what you see in yeah. both characters a lot. Just like, yeah. I'm ashamed. So uh, we did get a home video scene. Just got on his phone and started mm-hmm. watching home videos. Yep. He was very I, sad. I, he was he was a sad was, boy. Yeah, he yeah. was a he had and, soft boy energy in this episode. Him and, him and his buddy that he murdered in cold blood. Uh, like all the glo- you know, it's like uh, I they, you know again. I know this like there's a limited budget. They got to spend it on like the weird space dog with you said as a snake mouth, which is being a very nice way of describing that space dogs uh, on the planet's uh, mouth. That is not that is not a snake mouth. What does it look like to that you? Is, I don't know. Like a. I don't know. Well, are you now you're trying to? I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make the face. I'm trying to make the face. Um, Yeah, this is actually a good time. I have to actually blow my nose, and I think it's a good audio. I will. You can cut out my blowing my nose, but it's (laughs) it's the sound of what that dog's face is. (laughs) Anyway. Dog bug thing. Dog bug thing. Dog bug thing. But I know they don't have the budget because they, you know, it's the last season. They have other things to, to spend money on. But if they could have just had like boys and men, it's so hard to say goodbye. Like Plank as he's looking <laughs> on the home videos of him and his boy. <laughs> and if they're gonna be really honest, it's... like if we're gonna follow what we saw in the first episode, one of those videos would have been him and his best friend tag teaming <laughs> some random lady. Just, High just five, <laughs> It's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> and, then he, and then he calls he calls his parents. I he does have the sense to lie, which is nice. He tells a lie for the yeah, for yeah, yeah. The, what are you gonna say? Because the 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 lie of what actually happened is also kind of insulting. You know, your right. son was assaulting me, so I had to shoot him. And then yeah. uh, not I was being a drunk dick and uh went after your son and then i shot him uh so he he did he did do a good thing but we didn't we didn't get a ton of philip we didn't get a ton of anaros until we'll bring them back up at the end we're gonna leave them we're gonna leave them in a little in a little bow and uh head on over to i think the most happens on the rossi um so i think we gotta head over to kamina next and then head over to the rossi and and uh and into the Zenobia, the Zenobia, the presidential Air Force, Air Air Force, Space Force One, Space Force mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's let's head over to Kamina. We're jumping around, guys. We're jumping around, but yeah. we gotta we gotta get I think through. This it. is a good way to do it. I don't think yeah. we need to go chronologically. People hopefully have already seen the episode. It's good for us to tackle characters and arcs. I think yeah. this way it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, this is like my far my favorite. I love the Rossi. I love to see the Rossi crew back in, and we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot in those sequences that made me very happy. But man, as much as I was complaining about Kamina and how worried I was about her, I was not complaining. I was worried about her last time, mm-hmm. uh, like that she's gotten too soft. She's too wounded. She's too destroyed by her still thinking Naomi's dead, her knowing that Ashford's dead, um, that this was so amazing. This gives me so much hope for the rest of this season. We're going to do a goddamn space heist. We're going to do space pirates. Anaros is going to now going to have to deal with the UNN and the Rossi coming at him head on. And then meanwhile, oh, which, by the way, 
I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler. We're jumping ahead where we find out that he's been hoarding food where in last episode, they're going to have to fucking tough it out. And he's got all these reserves built. Yeah, of course he does. Like he has a supply. Di- like he a has, true dictator. Like yeah. a true dictator. Yeah, he yeah. has his supply depots. He is very like... Um, uh, he is he is very like a a, a weird uh, yeah he's a dictator he's a dictator yeah. and you could he could be a dictator anywhere in the world like that's just what yeah. dictators do. Also, I love that she's gonna hit him where it counts the supply chain, which we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey hey, yeah. very current, topical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think that Bezos asked the writers like, hey, can you slip something into the show about uh, the supply chain? We're getting some bad re- we're getting some bad reviews. You know, we used to be able to deliver your package same day. Now it's taken. Can you guys just work this in? Would that be? I don't know what Jeff Bezos sounds like. Uh, I don't know what he sounds, sounds like, like either. I imagine he sounds like I'm Jeff Bezos or something. <laughs> like he sounds he sounds like whatever that uh, the space the space, mouth, the space mouth. Mouth. <laughs> mouth sounds like. <laughs> He's just like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, but he, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder if that's how it came up. And I like that we now have cracks. I mean, we always knew that it was an unwilling alliance. It was similar to like mm-hmm. um, what happens a lot in the Middle East. So you have like, you have people kind of being taken over by the most powerful group, the most powerful militia, the most powerful group. Yeah, and so. They have taken over the the loose confederation that is the OPA and Golden Bow, which is the biggest yeah. portion of that, is not 100% in. And this reminded me, this exchange reminded me, I completely forgot about that moment they almost killed Inaros. I completely forgot. Who made them hold a boat? Who made them try him democratically instead of spacing him as they should have? Who was it? Talk about that laying pipe, so ladies Kamina, and gentlemen. So Kamina is the one who decides to save him. She has the uh, deciding vote. Uh, she ultimately chooses to save him from being spaced. So that's Kamina. in season four. You know, there's a part of it when you look at him and you see that Rico Suave look that he's got. And you're like, you know what? Let's let him. He's pretty. He he's is. Very he's very pretty. He's very pretty. He's, like, he's the size yeah. of an actor, though, which means he could live under my bed. Um, yes. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's making plans. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's. Uh, he definitely. Uh, so it is interesting, and I think that 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 adds more stakes to Kamina's commitment to getting him. Because it's right. like I let you go. Ashford wanted yeah. to fucking space you. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. You're an idiot. And then by letting him go, then she caught ultimately causes Ashford's death and she believes Naomi's as well and so that's where we get but we see her getting her groove back a little bit you know as she starts to you know originally she's going to hand off this fuck up and then oh my god the way that that entire scene just goes and builds and then she invites him on the ship and then we find out like you said that oh it's not a unified Belter response that there's no. still all these tribes and fractions and some of them have split off which it seems like Kamina didn't even know that Golden Bow had split off mm-hmm. uh, or a large section of them yeah and so it's yeah it's very exciting and I like this new guy he's no, he's no Ashford he's no Dawes so far but he's he's like a little charmer I don't know a little grizzle charmer I, his open his opening line where he says he intimidates him sexually I wrote that down I intimidate him sexually like it was a nice pause I intimidate him sexually and it made yeah. me it gave him an air of i was like is he gonna try to b- bone 
Kamina's gal? Is he going to try yeah. to bone me? What's happening? Is he going to try to bone Kamina? I love that, like, in order to be a badass space pirate in the belt, you got to be able to, like, fuck. Whether you a yeah. man, a woman, anything in between, you got to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you have ED? There's no gravity. There's nothing holding that dick down. Exactly. That dick should be out at all times. All times. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's... it takes so little blood flow in space <laughs> to get that thing going. <laughs> but I love that. I love that just the machismo that he carries is excellent and delightful. Yeah. And um, he is. Yes, I believe he is what the Twitter universe would call him, a short king. He seems like a real short king. He is a short I king! Like I love, yeah. by the way, I love a short king. I'm an anime fan, and a short king is, I mean, I believe the short king was born in anime. I can't prove you me wrong. So? Prove me wrong. Uh, mm, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like there have been short kings before anime was super popular, right? Yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, uh, I want to say Mickey Rooney, but we don't ever want to use Mickey Rooney. Well, I'm for not anything. saying that there wasn't short kings that existed, but the celebration, oh, the, of, the oh, celebration okay. of the short king. Um, yes. I love telling my short king friends about being short kings, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like they're so excited. Like they just like they look like when I look like when I found out that like buff women were in fashion, I was like, hey, "Yeah, <laughs> woo!" <laughs> so. Anyway, we digress. Kavina, let's get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see her just get, like, the more confidence than I think we've seen in a while from Kamina. And oh. as she's hatching this this hope, yeah, this, mm-hmm. this finally there is a, a larger plan that isn't just little piece by little piece. Like, blow up his ships, blow up his ships, blow, which is so small scale and isn't isn't something that inspires hope no. it's a grind it's like it's like going into the office every day and now they've got they're going to be space pirates again which is who she is at her core and I, it makes me very happy it so. makes me super happy and it uh it was a it was a shorter storyline in the in the episode but it packed a lot of punch and a lot of promise because it's going to show you as we get to the end here, the squeeze that Anaros is about to be under, which is going to be great because Anaros is about to be like a, a wild animal, a trapped yeah. wild animal. It's going to be great because yeah. uh, he's already trapped under the the most annoying thing to him is the governance of it all. You know, what do you mean yes. you want to eat? Yeah. You idiots. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And he's he. Yeah. As you said, he's a tactician. He's a, a charismatic leader to inspire but he doesn't want to do any of the the day-to-day work oh. of actually leading a people. Um, you know, revolution is easy, um, governing is hard. And holding that fractured group together, I think maybe he even knows is beyond his scope. But that's why we also see, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, like he's actually kind of stoked that they're moving yeah. out of the stalemate phase and into, you into, know. Into uh, where they're war. going. I do have to yeah. say, too, that he said something to the Icy Blonde. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we bet one Venmo dollar? Does okay. he bone her next episode? Because he says to yeah, her... Yeah, we had an entire... He says yeah. to her, everyone here is afraid of me but you. And she says, mm-hmm. baller, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to... I want to change it. Uh, I want to bet you one Venmo dollar that he doesn't bone her. Okay. That she bones him. That's <laughs> what I think is going to happen. I think <laughs> she is going to bone him. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he needs her, which is going to be his folly, too, because and hers, because he needs her to be an impartial arbiter of his bullshit. And uh, I don't think he can do that. No, because he's he's going to turn on her whenever she finally is real with him in a way that he does not want to hear. Um, He's not going to be like, yeah, you're right or whatever. When it comes down to it, he's going to feel... I mean, I, I could see him, you know, killing her or spacing yeah. her or trying to or whatever, you know, the minute that he feels like she's a liability or she just says something. Like, we're going to see that he's very much like Philip. He's going to have this moment of uncontrollable rage and, and he's mm-hmm. just going to offer. That's that's another bet that I will, I will lay down the table. Okay, sure. we got bets. We got bets, guys. We got right. bets in the air. Let's get to the Rossi. No. Ooh. Yeah, let's get to because we can't yeah. talk about what's happening with our with uh, on the on the. Uh, whoa, what's it called? Christian. Uh, Christian and the Zenobia. Although we her, can't talk about her just yet, huh? Well, hers was hers was so hers was so super brief. small. Their yeah, story. yeah, and yeah. So, so what we yes. find out is, I guess we could we could jump there because it's all but the end of the episode. Um, on the Zenobia, we have a reporter lady. Let me get that name mm-hmm. again. I just always block her out. I'm like, ah, she bothers me. Yeah. Um, Monica Stewart is uh, creepy. That's a character's name. That's a character's name. That is like they gave her the most. Wait, hold on. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Like, is, is that the most pedestrian current day? Her name is name actually entire... Anna Hopkins. Okay, but her so this is exotic for her. character okay, name is it. Monica Stewart. It does feel okay. like they went to a name generator online. <laughs> it yeah. does. It does feel like they did that. And uh, it she is uh, so she is uh, just scuttlebutting around the ship, just trying to get information like you do. She's got good ears. She's got good ears. Yep. That she. I love that we see that one general from season two that wa- or season two or season three that walks on 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 Christian, and it's just like mm-hmm. I don't like the the direction this administration is going on out. And then he walks. I like that we see him again because he's a good yeah. dude, and um and I like that he's there to push back on her. I wish we got more of that. We're not gonna have time. I know we're not gonna have time in this season to get into all the earth or politics and that's fine because that's not what's important i've i've forgiven but you do get a glimpse of the generals being like what the fuck is she doing so they know that she knows that something is up she asks christian christian's like get away from me or i will literally ban you from my presence (laughs) you have to get away from me right now i think as she's watching the feed of holden like (laughs) of other of the raid they're just she's just like and then she leaves and she does a really important thing at the end of the episode and i i wonder if it had been if it was going to be this way if and this is her playing 4d chess i wonder if it was going to be this way if she was going to if it went a different way i think if it i Mm -hmm. think if they weren't successful then she wouldn't have um, she wouldn't have enlisted this. But she basically asked Monica Stewart to be a talking head, to be a pundit, which we know is in the future not a great idea because uh, we're living in pundit town now, and pundit town is littered with assholes. Um, and and so so if she if she she's basically saying like I need you to use your platform to tell the world to basically to humanize Earthers. Which is right. good because Earthers have not been humanized, and it harkens back to her campaign when her PR team was like, "You need to sound more human," 
and more relatable. And she was like, I'm not. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> now let me parade out the memory of my dead son. It was very like, what happened? <laughs> Uh, I always, uh, yeah, uh, I do love how almost slapsticky comical it is that like the generals are like walking out of the hall, grouse, 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 and then the reporter lady's just like, whoa, just like, <laughs> just come sliding out from a side hall, like, whoa, like with a cup over her ears. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, okay, Hot all right, we get it. <laughs> What? Hey guys. Hey, what's up? Uh, so that was that was great. Um, yeah. And then let's get to the main dish of this episode. I mean, it, yeah, the main dish. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby's the main dish. Bobby. Well, not just Bobby. Uh, that's that's a yeah. uh, a shout out to Whitney Houston. Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to Bobby. And uh, Bobby's on the Rossi. So the Rossi's getting some fuel and supplies, and they're like, and by the way, we have a person that we're delivering to you. And they're like, what? And she, yeah. and they're like, who is it? And then, like, Shangela in RuPaul's Drag Race, she just pops out of a box, and we are so excited. <laughs> I See, I interpreted this a different way. I was like, like, we look at Holden's viewpoint, right? Yeah. Like, where he's, like, he's being told, like, oh, no, there's someone coming on board it's, you know, and you don't have anything to say about it. Christian is making this happen, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, there's a drop-in? Oh, and someone famous? Am I going to get bumped? <laughs> yes, they all got bumped. They all got, they all got bumped. Uh, yeah. yeah, they got bumped. Uh, and, which is good, because they kind of, the show wasn't going well. It was like a comedy show where none of the producers are getting along, and the audience is crossed arm negative, and, and somebody showed up and unfucked the show. Uh, yeah. and which we, we, so Bobby's on the Rossi, uh, Naomi, and basically she comes in, she's like, Hey, uh, so your guys' plan, we're changing it. And she, they did such a good shot cause she's pulling her Martian space suit. She's got her yeah. little crate and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, like we, yeah. this is the content I came for guys. <laughs> And so she's dragging it onto the ship. So they know something is about to be different. This is not just hit, hitting this ship. They're going to they're going to really they're going to score big on this. But they're immediately because everybody is so fucking negative. Everybody is immediately like, yeah, I don't want it. Like, like Holden's like, I don't want to do it. And that's not what we signed up for. And then Naomi's like, that's a bad plan because you're going to shoot Belters. And then it makes no sense. Her like they were going to blow the ship up was the original plan was to hunt this thing down. I don't get the difference. And blow it up. And she's like, but this is different because you're going to go shoot them in their face and give them a chance to actually defend themselves. But this is, that's the way it works. She's but, a yeah. mess. She's in a full PTSD spin out. It's, it's, it, she's a mess. And we can forgive her because her character's going through it. Like she's, yeah. she's rocked. She's rocked in the same way that Holden was rocked after the protomolecule. Like she's she can't she shouldn't Which, be left in charge of anything important at this point. <laughs> well, but I mean, let's talk about her character real quick for a second. There's two great things in this episode, though, is we see her have a full stress shutdown PTSD moment yes. where she can't launch to the other ship because it flashes back to like like how brutal and crazy her experience was the previous season, but particularly last couple of seasons, and where she had to launch herself out with no oxygen, right? No spacesuit, no right? spacesuit. Like, she had she... to face. That's the equivalent of. Um, have you ever been bungee jumping? No. Okay, so your body 
tells your brain, we're not supposed to jump off bridges, we'll die. And yeah. then you try to tell your brain, my whole body went numb. My body was like, mm girl. I was like, we were not afraid of this until this moment. And my body was like, yeah, that's because you dumb. You do a lot of dumb shit. We are not jumping off this bridge. And I said, but we have a bungee cord. They're like, mm nope. And then finally, like, I was able to do it. What happened mm-hmm. with her and what, what you don't know it for the book readers, they'll know why that is especially a telling moment, is Naomi is made for no gravity. Like, she is. Yeah. Now, in the books, she's a tall, lanky belter. Like, she's right. a full-on, like, looking like the ring. Like, she put with, like, curly hair, man. She's just, like, yeah. she's this, like, lanky, leggy lady. And she is really graceful. There's a lot of, there's a lot of exposition around how Naomi is so graceful in, in Zero G. Mm-hmm. Like, she just looks so natural, right? So for mm-hmm. her to suddenly just be like, mm, I'm not spacewalking. That's her, that's yeah. like a fish saying, I don't want to swim. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not swimming. And so, well, I mean, yeah, so it does show that. But then we also see her get it together and be able to coach Peaches through on how to pull a wire, uh, which is important. Uh, uh, pull, pull the big Cut one. Cut the pull red the one. Wire. Cut the red yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But I think that, that was that was good that we didn't just see her completely helpless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw, but, but with plenty of context of why that would happen, because we haven't seen anything. We've seen her in a bad mood, but we've not seen that sort of element of her PTSD from everything that she yeah. went through in last season. We've seen her be like shitty, like in a shitty mood, but that's kind of it. So it's good to see like a full on physical shutdown reaction. Like this is serious. Like this is how, and, and talk about like one of the greatest lines that Holden's ever gotten was when he's like, are you okay? And or are you are you not okay? But you're not ready to talk about. Are you okay? That's a are you? I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It was. uh, Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, Are you all right? Or are you not ready to talk about it? All right. Okay. I wrote that down because I was like, that's a thing I need to. I immediately thought that's a thing I need to say to people. Like that's the thing I like. Are you all right? And then they're like, Yeah. yeah, I'm fine. I'm like. Are you or are you just like and she just says the second one and and yeah. I and it proves that there's still that connection in their relationship. Mm, Let's talk about yes. it. so Bobby comes on and she's like, hey, I new plan. We're not going to destroy the ship. We're going to hijack its data because that's what's more valuable because that. Well, has- first of all, she's like she doesn't just say that. First of all, she says we're going to we're going to jump onto the ship, kill everybody on board. <laughs> Like, I'm going to make short work of them. I, will, I was surprised I anyone else smarter. did the space job. It made it sound like Bobby was like, no, no, Don't. I get it. You're you're all you're all in Holden like field now just being sad, wet blanket. Yeah, it's a wet blanket party here. Everybody sit down. I'm going to jump on that ship. I'm going to make quick work of everybody. And she was yeah. like, bang, bang, we're off the ship. It was like a real casual, just like, boom, boom, we're done. And yeah. uh, and, and Naomi's like, I don't like that. And then uh, and then Holden's like, that's not what we signed up for. And Amos, uh, Amos was like, are you sure that's going to be enough? And she clowns on him so hard. She's like, it's fine, yeah. little man. I got this. Like, she's yeah. just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my purse. Uh, and then uh, and to get back at her, he was like, yeah, well, guess what? I have uh, yeah. Clarissa Mao on the ship. Hi, yeah. you can come out of your room. You're not grounded anymore. Bye. <laughs> so it was a good little dick measuring contest between the two of them. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. And and yeah, very good. And then also, it was great to see Bobby sort of back in her lane and mm-hmm. 
And, you know, she's stepping back into, I think she was expecting to find everybody on the Rossi where she left them, which has been a while ago, mm-hmm. when they were just, like, all synced up for the most part. And, like, yep, we're, like, we go in, we get the job done, you know, like, whatever it takes. And for her to find them all kind of splintered and arguing and she feels all that energy, I feel like she's a good character to step in and be like, what the fuck, y'all? <laughs> like, you know. She's a happy, She and she says, and I quote, this is a real happy crew. Like she, she calls it right out. And here's what she is having been this person. She's already had her PTSD moment in season one or two. She, when they, when the proto molecule monsters run over her on Ganymede. Right. And when we first meet her character. Yeah. When we first meet her character, she's at that place that Naomi has just entered. Holden goes in and out of Um, Mm -hmm. Amos has gone through it last season a lot. That's right. kind of what last season was about. Peaches has gone through it, but but she's like way on the other side and yeah. had to, and that's actually a big deal in the book. They talk a lot about PTSD with her in the book. And so she's, um, yeah, she's kind of at the point where she's like, okay, I see what's going on here. Shut the fuck up. We're getting this done. Yeah, yeah. Because we still have yeah. a war on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the idea is to sneak up on the ship mm-hmm. and uh, and to take it by surprise, which they don't. So then we get to see a, a space chase, which is exciting. <laughs> I and wrote we... Fast and the Furious in space, which has also <laughs> happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, but then I, it is a little crazy that, like, because we're seeing the the one who's rabbiting is cutting and running, changing direction or whatever, and then they just stop doing evasive maneuvers when they pull up. And I get, I know that they said they're trying to burn them up in their their plume, mm-hmm. right? But they're clearly not behind them anymore. They're side by side. Why isn't the why isn't the ship they're chasing just again do a hardcore evasive maneuver of just like we're like we're just going to go side by side long enough for you to jump out of your ship onto our ship? And I I think the reason why is. The rioters need to make it happen. <laughs> I think they were, I think they got, uh, okay, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They were so close they couldn't maneuver anymore. You you couldn't maneuver this way? Like, you're, they're not on the turnpike. There's not <laughs> I don't rails. know how it happened. I don't know how it happened either. They just, I guess they were beating them. I don't know. But they, I agree. They Maybe couldn't, they, they should have from... shot something into the ship. They should have shot the EMP that disabled. Like, they, they, we've seen so many times on the show that they've disabled a ship's engines. They do it all the goddamn time. <laughs> they have to jump but not on this, this one. They have to jump on and then, like, no, we got to put this directly this on. This is their Fast and the Furious moment. So, in Fast and the <laughs> Furious 5, uh, Fast 5, uh, or Fast 4, five. is it 4 or 5? Where Fast 5 is when they go to Brazil and they yes. steal the entire... And like, Cars, the entire, that's uh, the movie that Cars become mattresses? Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. you see Dom and, and uh, Letty jumping, uh, like jumping toward each other out of yes. respective cars. And then <clears> they do this and then they fall. And then they land on a car. And they land on a and car. perfectly fine. Which is made out of a, ma- a mattress because cars are mattresses yes. in the fast verse. Um, so that is, that's the, that's what that reminded me of exactly oh. was her just being like, we're, because we want to. <laughs> because this is well, why I mean, we want this yeah. to happen. Yeah. I haven't made it to this part of the book yet. I might have an explanation for it in the future. <laughs> but today I do not. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. I mean, this show 
rarely has those moments, which so many sci-fi shows are so lazy and yeah. they just use like, you know, like just illogical things that this is just one moment. It's like, well, why does the ship not like, like have some line of dialogue that shows like the, the Joe, like the guy broke the fucking yoke because he was, he was evading too hard and now they can only fly straight or whatever. I mean, I don't know why you would just stick that in randomly, but some sort of idea. Or, yeah. Something, uh, something along the lines of like, we have to jack it from the, uh, from the ship physically yeah, because of yeah. their defense systems or something. I, I thought it was yeah. an autopiloted ship too. I, I forgot that there were people on it until, yeah. until this episode. And so, uh, so yeah, I I agree. It was silly, but it does set up a really funny thing that happens. Not funny thing, but a really important moment is uh, Bobby. Someone gets the drop on them, and Bobby could have mm. handled them, probably, yeah. but we don't know. It could have been really hairy. You also yeah. have Peaches stepping up because Peaches again has been through the PTSD storm that Naomi has up until this point been the codependent foil for she's not really experienced she's experienced it but she's experienced it secondhand so she's mm. jumping so she's like i got this naomi she goes out there and does it and i'm like this is actually a better choice because she's got the right. roids uh we find out uh so peaches isn't as good of a technician she has to be walked through it so Naomi collects herself, mm -hmm. gets it together, walks her through it. So they fix it. Then at that very moment, people come outside to shoot them off their ship. And uh, they brought like an RPG, basically. Like a. Yeah. So there's two. The first thing we see is two people come out and we see it from Bobby's heads up display from her Martian yeah. uh, armor. Great. And it says low. It says low threat. Like she gets shot a couple times and it just ping, 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 ping. Yeah. And so when she turns around and sees them with their guns, it literally calls them a low threat. Yeah. Like in the so that it's not they're not going to get through the suit of armor right. or whatever it is. Right. And so she dispatches them immediately. But there's another one who comes up from the other side of the ship behind her that she doesn't see who has a rocket, essentially. Yeah. Which would which would have fucked her up. And then here comes Peaches. She uh, she does a little like the the tooth crack thing always cracks me up when you see her do yeah. it. The sound yeah. always cracks me up because it just sounds like a. I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds. I know it's supposed to sound like a button in your tooth, but to me, it yeah. always sounds like biting into a candy apple. It's just like, <laughs> like, and so she goes, and then she runs for it, and she she beats the guy up or does whatever. They never really show the Wolverine for like they just show right. her Wolverine vision. So she's just like, yeah. ah, and then she <laughs> she fucks the guy up. He's dead, and then she passes out. And right. uh, and Bobby's like, oh, we got to get her back on the ship because she has fully puked in her spacesuit. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great moment. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I, I mean, loved we, it. Know, we, we know that space, <laughs> we know that spacesuits have and right now, today, modern not right now, NASA suits have like recycling systems for urine. Are you telling me they don't have a puke recycling system in the future that you can't just hork it up and then your suit goes new energy or something like that? Little microbes come out and like a dune suit, like a dune suit. It just becomes your smoothie later. Yeah, you're right. There should be something that handles that. I like that there is like a low tech element to this universe that it is It's similar to Galactica where you're like. Okay, it's like not, it's like, we're still yeah. submarines in space. Like, it's still, it's, a, there's like something not uh, entirely practical about it. But uh, I, she takes herself out of commission almost immediately. But while she is at play, is a very effective actor. Exactly, yes. And it's also interesting because Bobby, who's so mission-oriented, 
uh, oh, she, she, has, she has she has to get Peaches back, and she just like basically makes Amos and Holden go in and do it. Yeah. And we see them step up. They yeah. they come into the cabin. They they take out the guy who's trying to erase. The, and so they you know check they out. Step up, even that's not. I loved know. Bobby when they were in the middle of the chase, and he's like, "We just gotta shoot him down." And she's like, "We're doing the fucking mission." And he's like, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "No." captain and she's like i'm a mr commander we're doing it holden and she she makes him do it and she was right it was worth the risk because what they find is and it's great that holden and amos were the ones to open that file because then they're not they're actually party to uh why it was worth the risk they see the entire known solar system and every single rock and i believe some of the supply depots right it looked like that had the entire everything it had all their data it was yeah Yeah. it was it was the emails it was the email dump (laughs) it was what's in the emails though what's in her emails we found what was in her emails and apparently it was a bunch of rocks um yeah (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> so that was really, really good. And then you have a. Uh, 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 do you have anything more to say on this one? And before we no, jump I mean, to uh, peaches and no. the peaches becoming part of the crew. Uh, yeah. No, and I thought that was a touching moment. No, no. So it's great. They get it. Get it. I love that we also. Uh, yeah, we can do the peaches thing, and then the the last stinger is sort of a Naros finding out. Yeah. That his shit's about to get fucked. Yeah. But like a true yeah. psychopath. But so so we've got. Yeah. We've got Peaches and Amos having a sweet moment. Finally, someone's yeah. laughing. And I do like that he's like, because <laughs> she's like, I fucked up. She's, I love that she's embarrassed about her roid response the way a woman would be embarrassed about bleeding through her jeans on a date. Like, she's just like, yeah. oh, and like any grown man would be like, I get it. That's, I date women of age. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not out here Epstein in these streets, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I would like that. Uh, so so <laughs> she's – his response to her is like, yeah, but, like, I, I saw the rocket coming for Bobby. It was going to pierce the suit. Like, she, yeah, like yeah. you did the right thing. You saved her. And, yeah, because we see the rocket cut into the hull of the spaceship yes, that they're standing on. Yeah, she basically causes it to misfire, and so it would have, yeah, it would have peeled her open, as he said. Yeah, and and so, and, but he's like, could you just like take the win? And I like that right. because sometimes with comedians, you have to say that. I'll be like, that was a great set, and they'll be like, ah, oh, that, and it's like, just fucking take the win for five seconds. Yeah, yeah. take it. Speaking speaking of which, and a little bit of a callback here. Uh, I think your usage of are you okay or are you just not ready to talk about it yet, that's what you should say to comedians when they come off stage, <laughs> not take the win. <laughs> You're right. I did think about I thought about a moment on my last tour where uh, one of my compatriots got off stage, had a had a tough set. And I was like, you want a hug? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I should have been like, are you okay or are you just not ready to talk about it yeah. yet? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That was a great, uh, a great moment yeah. for them. And then Holden comes in, and again, second time in this episode where he's completely useful. I know we feel like he's going to be, and he is. He's being the wettest of blankets as he's being disappointed dad. <laughs> uh, sorry, let me back up. He's being disappointed divorced dad. They just like with the sadness that only divorced dads. Sad have. dad it's energy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so. 
<laughs> but it's great because and then we get this the the line of uh, like it's the first time that he's ever you know said i was part of the crew which yeah is if you're gonna be a part of my crew you need to follow my orders even though my orders would not have worked given the situation yeah. <laughs> my orders were bad um yeah. but you gotta follow my crew because he was scolding her for going out instead of naomi maybe right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and not saving but if if it had happened any other way but he he was almost doing that kind of he has to. He feels like he has to, right? right? That is, yeah. that's a codependent well, yeah, compliment, got, just, I guess. And that's how she yeah. takes it. That's how she takes yeah. it. Is like, well, he got he got cucked by Bobby when she was like, he's like, I'm the captain. She's like, I'm the mission commander. <laughs> Bobby. So he had to like sort of somewhat establish, hey, I'm still the boss, <laughs> and on. so here's me saying, <laughs> Bobby was like, I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Since since we have, and I looked this up to try to get, so was Bobby born on Mars? Yes. Or is she, so she she's first generation Martian. Like that's kind of the whole big thing at the beginning, right? Why she's so proud yeah. and she was trained, and like that's why she's such a badass because the Martian Marines like they train in this extra heavy gravity, and they're okay. So what we know from this is somewhere on Mars there is Australia, <laughs> and also Texas because. <laughs> Yes, they have just the most relentless accent. The Australia, Texas of it all was very, it was very funny to me because I do know a lot of like uh, uh, Indian comics from Texas and a lot of Asian comics from Texas. Uh, It's a cheap place to live. And if you're, you know, your first generation immigrant, you're going to look for an affordable place to live. So, but yeah, and the Australian of it all, uh, that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was very, it is very, I did like uh, during the chase. We we missed this during the chase when they they go full burn and everybody just falls yes. on their face except for Bobby who by the way you think she would pick other people up but she doesn't nope. she's just like I'm in warmo get yourself off the floor you know it yeah. really, it reminds me of this old Aladon joke how many Aladons does it take to uh, screw in a light bulb how many fuck that light bulb let it screw in itself. Ah, hey. So that was she was very much like get off the ground on your own. She walked past two women completely pinned to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was like here's your flashlight thingy, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, I wondered if part of that was because of her like her Martian training and being uh, more used to extreme gravity, but also some of it had to be her suit, right? She's yeah, got this both. super advanced suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'd be both. Of those She's things. used to those yeah. those tight burns and like. Yeah. Uh, there's a great scene. You get a little bit of it, I think, in season two. But in the books, when she's uh, running from her PTSD, li- actively running, she would go down to this hangar, and when they were in like full burn, do laps. And then clean her gun every night. And then they were like, do you know you're doing that? And she was like, I know I've done it. And they're like, do you know you do it every night? And she's like, leave me alone, therapist. (laughs) And so so it is a a fascinating thing. So she really is that badass. She can handle that. And um, yeah. But it was, a, it was a great episode, so that leads us to the Rossi has the data, which has gone to Christian Arvazala, who is going to launch a counterstrike. 
We also have Kamina, who has valuable intel about uh, from the fracture in the Golden Bow. And probably, I think she's going to recruit those people from the Golden Bow yeah. onto her side, which would be great. I love a belt run by Kamina. Uh, that would yes. be fantastic. Yes. And then we've got, um, and then we've got uh, Inaros gets all this information, not the Kamina part, just gets the part that the ship is missing. And instead of, because this is how you know he's a psychopath, instead of being like, oh, no, I'm concerned for the welfare of my people fighting in my mm -hmm. crusade, he's like, let them come. Like, bring yeah. it on. He's like, ready. He's like, dicks hard, ready to fight, because this is what he's good at. Right. And the thing, but he's going to be in a different scenario now because he has these established spots that are he's not on the run it's not like guerrilla warfare he'll still do some guerrilla warfare obviously but he's not only got earth to contend with he's also got mars because we've seen an episode yesterday or last episode they they're talking about these giant new brigadier class warships or whatever yeah. mars is, is launching right now earth is going to be ready in a few months like it's like oh yeah you fucked both those planets up but now they're coming and like it's yeah i think it's i think he's not maybe as prepared as he thinks he is i mean he's he has he's so far he has the advantage of space guerrilla warfare that's what he's really yes. good at so if you're bringing in these lumbering behemoth ships we do have to be mindful that they do they have up until this point been able to use the environment most effectively which is right. why they've been successful now that they've had a data breach again weird move I feel like I just why wasn't it in pieces encrypted across yeah. the galaxy? Like why wasn't there It's an interesting you got cocky, move. Maybe. Yeah, to yeah. put it all on one server basically. Like move it around, you know? Like yeah. put it in code. Uh but of course yeah. Naomi is the person who writes all the programs for all this stuff, so she's just like beep boop 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 yeah. open. So yeah. she's like so the, the fact that, honestly, the fact that I think Anaros' miscalculation last season wasn't um, trying to take out Holden. He should have taken out Naomi. Yeah. Because Naomi is the biggest risk to his empire because everything he does runs off her code. So mm. yes. you fucked up. And then yeah. he's blaming his son for keeping her alive, I guess? I mean, I can't yeah. remember. Were they trying to specifically kill Naomi or kill Naomi to get to hold her? They were going to do it in, all in one. They were going to send her as bait. Yeah. And then she was on the ship that was going to blow up. It, was, it had a proximity trigger. Right. So that if the Ras a ship as big as the Rasananti would come close, it would blow up taking out everybody. But this is before or after she showed up to find Philip. Because I think after, they, this is how they get rid of her off of right. The, what was the original plan though? There was an original plan to get Holden, and it was oh, to bait uh, Naomi somewhere and kill her. I think. Uh, maybe I don't know. I can't remember. Was it like um, was it a Death Cab for Cutie concert? They're like, he'll be there. Holden will come to that. This <laughs> is just <laughs> Death it's Cab. Like, it's like yeah, they're they're playing uh, they're playing. I will follow you into the dark. Uh, just. <laughs> On repeat. After that, he's gonna go to Bright Eyes, and mm -hmm. then, um, and then Postal Service somehow, and then, sure, yeah, yeah, and then he's gonna, um, he's just gonna be a bummer. Uh, oh, yeah. maybe he'll do a, uh, 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 
what's the song? Uh, this is the last time. Do, do, do. It's basically all their music sounds, uh, the national, all of their music sounds oh, like yeah, men yeah. crying. Yep. <laughs> Just yep. the tears, the tears of, of, of men. It's what it should be called. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that was the end of the episode. So what we know yeah. for episode three is we're going to get the start of the conflict. We're going to get some fighting. We hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to have to because fighting. they've only got four more episodes to wrap this whole thing up. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe all of next episode is about this fucking kid on this fucking planet. That just... <laughs> what if just like they just full stopped all this other stuff for an entire episode? We're like, what? What are you doing? Where's Kamina? Where's Kamina Robin shit? What the fuck? If you like this podcast and you want me to goad Matt into watching Game of Thrones, which mm. that eventually happens. <laughs> like there's You have no idea how hard I am holding my breath about this show ending on a strong note because the end of Game of Thrones is bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. A coffee, a Starbucks cup made it onto set. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so, it's bad. Uh, but uh, it, it's real good before it gets bad. So it's, it's, it's a problem. Um, Every relationship is. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I am, uh, I'm holding my breath. I hope that we find out. Maybe that's just, I, what I, if I were a writer, what I would do is I would tease this on the show. Mm-hmm. I would tease this. And then when we get to the end, I would give that the new hope, the next hope. Because once mm-hmm. this is all yeah, the you Star can't Wars call it new, new hope. hope or we're, we're, don't call it that. We're going to get sued. Like George <laughs> Lucas's lawyers. <laughs> not the new We've not hope. even released this. We're, li- we're literally recording this right now. We've been trying to post <laughs> it yet. Like, and the lawyers already got an alert. <laughs> Yeah, no, not the new hope. What you a call fresh it? Optimism, a, a fresh optimism. A fresh optimism. A fresh optimism. Thank you. Uh, yes, a fresh moment. Uh, this is where you get uh, the sci-fi time honored tradition of a um, a. Uh, uh, I don't. I keep wanting to say Ragnarok, but that is not the lost city of. It starts with an R. Um, mm, mm, mm. Lost city of uh, Racine. Reseda. Yes. 818 till we die maybe um (laughs) no it's a uh uh, ah, fuck me Um, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, it we'll talk about it in terms of you're gonna see after ender's game uh you have in the second book uh uh you have the second book um uh going on to the the planet that Ender goes mm-hmm. on to. And so you were, we're going to get new planets. You see this in John Scalzi's um, Old Man's War series. Uh, you, you get new planets and new bits of, of, of hope for new man- humanity, basically. I think if that is how, that's how I would tie that up, is I would be like, and then it's going to be better. And then it leaves an open door for whatever part of the series that takes just in case they want to relaunch as a different thing. It's the same. You think that we're, we're gearing up in the spinoff? Perhaps. I mean, Maybe. I want I want them to make that money. Make that money. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So... Uh, but it is maybe, I would hope, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I haven't 
asked anyone. <laughs> Maybe I I don't know who I would ask, but uh, well, I know that you and Ty have, uh, tweeted each other. We have tweet. So, we have tweeted. So that is maybe well, just, I could be like, you gonna tweet You gonna do another series? About, What's happening, bruh? <laughs> no, no. I think I think you just have to be like, hey man, how's this end? <laughs> no, we still got four more episodes. You really read the books, like, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just well but that's the thing is uh they just dropped a book too so it's like mm-hmm. it's still it's an ongoing story I uh, highly recommend reading it guys uh, it's very fun uh taking taking the sci-fi into the theater of the mind uh is delightful mm, but yes. that was the end of the episode Azure Dragon episode 2 uh very excited any last yeah. thoughts and who was the softest character who was our soft boy uh. of the episode uh gosh i mean i i i'm gonna have to say philip just because he mostly is he's in timeout and then he does show regret like we said he just shows a little bit of remorse for murdering his homie um and yeah so he's only on there a little bit i'm gonna because everyone else is stepping up you know yeah and i don't think we can call namely soft for having a ptsd we can't we can't that's not that's not it was bad that was bad she had a full one i get it girl i've been there tigers were in the room i get it that's what but that by the way that's what a panic attack feels like if you've never had one ladies and gentlemen it feels like suddenly there's a tiger in the room and there's no tigers you just can't breathe so yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah, I would have to say Philip as well. And and it was it was still I was thinking it was going to be Holden because why wouldn't you? I mean, he's the he's who the entire scale is based on. But yes, yes, he is the he is the Holden scale of soft boy. He is he was super. He what because he was such a pain in the ass. He was such a no man. Not even a yes. It wasn't even like he was a yes. He was a doctor no the whole time. And then we get like, and then even when he's being, but what saved him was his weird codependent acceptance of peaches. I, that saved him being like, if you're going to be on my crew, wag, wag, wag. So, um, so I think that he, um, he saved himself and it was Philip just for watching home movies. Yeah. Even if the home movies were still like, Hey, what's up, bro? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Just yeah. Eiffel towering. It's so hard. <laughs> oh, now we'll switch it up. Oh, now we go to the end of the road. Still, I can't let go. <laughs> it's so That's going to be the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you belong to me. You can find me on the internet. Uh, yeah. And you have uh, a hot Christmas show coming out. Tell the people about your Christmas shenanigans. Yes. Uh, right about the time that this will be dropping, I'm doing two nights of Christmas Carousel, a weird comedy music game show, trivia, stand-up comedy, live music performance thing at the Comedy Attic uh, Friday and Saturday of th- uh, December 17th and 18th. Uh, and so this weekend, and uh, yeah, and uh, you can find me on the internet by just Googling my name. It's the easiest way. I have a very unique name. Uh, my name is Matt with one T, and then my last name is Alano Martin, A-L-A-N-O hyphen M-A-R-T-I-N. I am literally the only one. So if you Google that, you'll find all my stuff. You will. I... And probably some old, unflattering uh, videos of me doing stand-up on YouTube that other people 
took and posted and that I can't get taken down. Ah! So you can see me in the early days. Listen, you're not a comedian unless you have one of those. I yeah. uh, No one warns you. Uh, but then everyone warns you and you don't hear it because you're a comedian and you're foolhardy. You are, uh, yeah. you, are, you are a belter. We're all belters. That's true. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, you can find me at Anna V is fun. That's Anna with two N's uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, all the things. You can find me at AnnaValenzuela.com. Check out my other podcast, 12 Questions Podcast with uh, Mr. Dave Yates. Uh, and that is uh, on the Unpops Network. And it's very good. Yeah. And if you, again, if you like this podcast, let us know. Because uh, this is yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, and Matt has been so patient. It's We're on different coasts or different time zones. We're in different time zones. And We're so, different. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have so, kept him up fine. very late. Bye. Bye-bye, Belters. Woo! Okay. <laughs>